Live from parts unknown, you're listening to Simon Miller's Pro Wrestling Podcast. The only wrestling podcast on the planet, we think. Sit back, relax, prepare for positivity to run through your veins as Simon Miller gives you your weekly dose of powerful pro wrestling audio. It is Miller Time. Hello world of the internet and welcome to not only a delayed podcast from yesterday, but even a delayed podcast from today that was meant to go live 44 minutes ago. This week is not treating Simon Miller very kindly in terms of things that keep coming out of nowhere or public transport breaking or many uh, attributes like that. But let's not worry about it. Such as life, we have to roll with these punches. We have to deal with it. We have to power on through to the other side. But welcome, everybody. Thank you for joining me. If you're live on YouTube, it's lovely to see you in the comments. If you're listening on podcast, thank you very much for listening to me that way, too. That's, I mean, what else can I say? I, mean, I appreciate it. We're doing it on Friday today. In case somebody hasn't clocked and thought this went live on Thursday, it didn't. We are 24 hours delayed. Otherwise, you know the deal. Shout out to Pins and Knuckles and PinsandKnucklesMerch.com for supporting Simon Miller's Pro Wrestling Show. Come follow me on Instagram and Twitter at SimonMiller316. If you do want to say anything, if you've got a question, you've got anything you want to throw into the mix, please do use the Super Chat. Good way to support the show as well. And you can also support the show at patreon.com forward slash Simonmiller316. There is a link in the description below should you be live on YouTube. And also thank you to everybody that did come aboard the Patreon this week. Like I say, if one day it dies, the podcast will die as well because I'm going to go out there and find ways to get money. Because unfortunately, that's how it works, right? You have to do things. You need money. Money sucks. We should all be communists. <laughs> I, don't, I don't mean that. So obviously, we are going to be talking about AEW Dynamite on the boat. But I'm like, look, that was so long ago now. There's no point making that the focus of the show. I missed the opportunity. But hey, that's, the, that's life, like I say. So I thought the most interesting thing happening in the next few days is the Royal Rumble 2020. Now, I'm going to tell you to keep an eye on what culture wrestling and make sure you subscribe to those guys too. Uh, my predict- I'm very proud of my predictions video that will go live today or tomorrow. Come up with some pretty damn, I want to say good, some pretty damn ridiculous <laughs> scenarios for the, for the Royal Rumble. Uh, one of which just came to me as I was filming it. And I was like, well, that would make sense. They should do that. I don't think they're going to. Uh, just to give you some headlines about some of the rumors going around. Do I think Paige is going to be in the Rumble? No. Do I think CM Punk is going to be in the Rumble? No. Do I think Edge is going to be in the Rumble? Maybe. Uh, I, I lean more towards unlikely, but maybe because, you know, sometimes there's no smoke without fire. And, yeah, do I think Roman Reigns is going to win? Yes, I do. Now, I'm not saying I want Roman Reigns to win. Hilariously, as soon as this video went up, it already got one dislike because somebody just sees the title and they're like, how dare Roman Reigns win the Raw Rumble? Because, of course, we all remember what happened in 2015 with Philadelphia and The Rock and The Big Show and Rusev and Kane. And, yeah, look, if you listen to the, uh, the, 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 the ton of podcasts that Conrad Thompson does, he has an Arn Anderson one. Even Arn Anderson said he would have had Daniel Bryan win that Royal Rumble and he would have turned Roman Reigns heel. Rhetoric's kind of getting... I'm kind of bored of that rhetoric now, not because he said it, just because that conversation's been had a thousand times. I don't really care if Roman Reigns turns heel or he's a good guy or a bad guy. I'm just looking at WWE. I'm just looking at the the way that things have been shaping up over the last few weeks. And I've kind of learned that sometimes, if it seems really obvious, that's what WWE would do. Like the, 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 my tipping point with this was, I think it was the Money in the Bank two years ago, I believe. I get confused with dates because so much happens. But 
Braun Strowman seemed so likely to win Money in the Bank because WWE were behind him and they were giving him a big push. But that's why when I tried to be clever, I tried to outthink WWE. And I was like, I don't think that's going to happen. I think they'll go in a different direction. And I picked, let's see if we can find it actually. Because I bet if I, if I can find it, I will remember who I chose. Was Daniel Bryan in it? No, Daniel Bryan wasn't backed by them. Am I even right? I could even be wrong. Too much happens in the world of wrestling to actually try and <laughs> try and keep up with, with, with your brain. Yeah, it was 2015. So it was Braun Strowman, and he defeated Bobby Roode, Finn Balor, Kevin Owens, Kofi Kingston, Rusev, Samoa Joe, and The Miz. Well, I bet everything that I would have said Samoa Joe, Kevin Owens, or Finn Balor, because I, I know what I'm like. But he won, and I was like, of course he won. Why did I even think that he, he wouldn't have won? And that's why when I look at, like I say, the last few weeks of SmackDown, and, you know, Roman Reigns has kind of become the superhero again. It's not even like his program with Baron Corbin. You know, ever since the, the dog food incident, Baron Corbin hasn't got one up over Roman Reigns at all. Like, even on this last week, you thought, oh, Baron Corbin's going to get to choose a stipulation. Nope. Roman Reigns chose a stipulation. So there's every chance at the Raw Rumble in their match that Baron Corbin may win if they want to extend it because they still have to get through February. But the only reason they're going to you know, have Roman Reigns lose is because, again, they know he's going to win the Royal Rumble, so like, well, it doesn't matter. You know, An hour later, he's going to be winning the biggest thing of the year. And I also think, I mean, the only other candidates that I can come up with are... I can see Brock Lesnar going all the way because I think that's interesting. I know it would annoy some people, but I think there's something to it, and it's different. You know, someone like Edge came back and won it. Yes, I, I, I would get that too. And then people keep saying Drew McIntyre, but we're always opting for people like Drew McIntyre. We're always saying, oh, now's the time. And they don't really ever pull the trigger of someone in the Raw Rumble. Like you usually know beforehand. The only two surprises, I think for me, are Sheamus in 2013, was it? Or whenever, and Alberto Del Rio in 2011. I didn't think that was, that was going to be on the cards. But I could be wrong, and I think it all depends. It all depends on the rumble itself, because so many people go, oh, not Roman Reigns. But let's say Edge does come back, and let's say, I don't know, Cain Velasquez fights with Brock, and there's some other surprises. I think really it depends how we get there. And I would much rather, if WWE does intend to give Roman the big push again, just do it. Like, none of this half in, half out. Just do it. It's your company. Give it a go. It may turn out to be great. The story may be so good and the booking may be so good it could be the turning point for Roman and everybody's on board. I don't mind Roman Reigns winning the Rumble. I just think it's it's a little obvious. But sometimes the obvious thing isn't necessarily the worst thing. So I'm putting all my money uh, under that. I, again, I have some incredible theories for Edge, The Undertaker, and Becky Lynch. But I'm going to save those and tell you to watch the prediction show over on What Culture because I do a much better job in explaining it there than I would here anyway. Shout out to Geeked Out Nation, the super chat. And again, if you want to support the podcast or you want to call me a bald asshole or you've got a question, whatever, show uh, throw it in a super chat. Uh, what are your thoughts on Adam Page's alcohol story? Do you mean his hill turn? I've never heard it described as his alcohol story unless I've missed something else. As we said on the show the other day, I think it's great. I think it's a real feather in AEW's cap in terms of backing long-term storytelling, uh, depth, character. There was dram dramatic irony on Dynamite this week. You know, we know that Hangman Page is drastically unhappy, more so than the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega. And that's a real solid technique to use in the world of dramatization. So the fact they're doing it, it is awesome. And he's far more interesting now than he was. You know, I remember when he was fighting for the title against Jericho, I was like, oh, Adam Page can't win. Well, who cares about man? You know, now he's probably the second or third. It depends how you look at it. I mean, for me, the stuff I'm most interested in each week is Cody, 
I'd say number two is Hangman Page. Yeah, I want to see what Cody's going to do, and I want to see how AEW is going to treat Hangman. So I think it's great, and I think yeah, well, there's a video going up on a what culture about this as well. But I truly think and there's nothing. There's no right or wrong here. Before everyone goes nuts, you can look at really NXT is your sports competition in wrestling. Everybody wanted a more sports feel because most feuds there. There'll be personal differences, but most feuds there are based on I am better than you in the ring, and I'm going to prove that to you by having this incredible match at a takeover. You know, stories don't really go out of that their comfort zone too much, whereas as we've seen in, on Dynamite, they absolutely are happy to do that. And I'm glad that I, I want those shows to continue on those two paths. I don't want them to be carbon copies of each other. That's the best thing about Wednesday nights. You can get your AW, you can get your NXT. They don't feel the same. Everybody's portrayed differently. They feel different. Absolutely, that's what I want. Uh, Dan Lemley in the Super Chat says, The biggest surprise will be Big Show turning for the 375th millionth time. Is he even in the Rumble? We don't even know if he's in it. The thing is now, it, we've, we've gone past the point of no return. It doesn't even matter what he does, right? He can turn, he cannot turn. He'll be a goodbye bad guy. You'll never truly invest in it because it's happened too many times and that's what your brain does. I don't, I mean, maybe the Big Show is in it. I can't remember. It'd be a bit weird if you got written off TV and then he pops back in the Royal Rumble. He probably, well, he probably will, right, to get his revenge. That's a classic storyline technique for the Rumble there. Yeah, I think he has been announced now, I think about it. Maybe he does turn. Maybe he punches Kevin Owens right in the face. Ultra Clorox Bleach. Amazing name in the super chat. Thank you for your support. Hey, dude. Hope you're having a great day. What's your thought on who will be the number two entrant? My guess is Kane. Much love. Keep up the great content. Thank you, man. Well, I'll, all right, I'll let you in on my video, but make sure you watch it too. My two scenarios are, and these are fantasy booking, right? I don't necessarily deep down think this is going to happen. But number two is The Undertaker, right? Undertaker comes out. Those two brawl. They both somehow tipple over the top rope. And then you have the rematch at WrestleMania 36. Undertaker wins the belt and he retires. Beautiful. Everybody's happy. Belt can go up for grabs. Makes it quite interesting. I don't think it's actually going to happen. I just like the idea. Second one is, yes, I think Cain Velasquez does that, maybe. Comes in seconds. Those two fight. Brock's out of there. Doesn't like to work long, as we know. And that does introduce a kind of cool element to the Rumble. Because whoever is number three is now kind of number one. And if number three is a really big name or, or, or someone you've got, like a Drew McIntyre or someone, I actually think that could do a good job. So I, 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 I'm got my, the one prediction I will double down on, which is not also true because there's other predictions out there where I think Brock will make it all the way to the final four. But yeah, maybe we get to a point where one and two are out there within seconds. And I do like they'll be different. It would get people talking. It would get a reaction. And with something that's been going on since 1988, I think it's important you should do that. Ian Cage in the Super Chat says Kevin Owens should win, but I think Brock will win, lol. I don't think Kevin Owens is going to win. I don't think Samoa Joe's going to win. I don't think Seth Rollins is going to win. I don't think the Authors of Pain are going to win because they've got a ready-made feud coming out the back of WrestleMania, uh, Royal Rumble. So I think the WWE are like, we don't need to worry about that. Um, I don't mind Brock winning. I've said that already. I'll say it again. I don't mind Brock winning because if the story is right, it will be quite a fascinating watch. And those last sort of four or five minutes, you go, no, no, no. And again, it will get the internet people going crazy. But that's not the worst thing in the world. Look, I guess keep saying, as long as a story is good, and as long as WWE commits to that story, I don't really have a problem with it. You're not going to like every single story in the world. Like if you watch a soap opera, you're not going to like every single story. But I appreciate the attempt at a story. And I believe a few months ago, we weren't even getting that. Everything felt very slapdash and random. Now we're getting angles and now we're getting arcs. And yeah, you can't expect to please everyone. It's impossible. So if you want to do Brock going in all the way, hell yeah. Uh, Jeffrey W in the Super Chat says... 
Uh, I've got the go-ahead from my booker to come to Darwin, Australia. Wrestle me if you want. I'll pay your match fee. Spend time. <laughs> if not, search Pro Wrestling Darwin. Top end hospita- uh, hostility on YouTube. Watch me. Um, how do I get to Australia, though, my friend? I do massively appreciate that. Um, I mean, that's a, that's a lot of money. And without wanting to get too much into my financial situation, not 100% sure I could afford it uh, like that. But I do appreciate it. I went, why do you go ahead from your booker to go to Darwin, Australia? What's happening in Darwin, Australia? Uh, you'll, have to, you'll have to let me know. But if we can work something out, am I ever going to turn down an abroad booking? No. But I also don't have the, uh, the, uh, the, yeah, the, the finances to fund <laughs> to fun trips but i do appreciate it and i appreciate your dreams and one day i think we can make this happen uh john the gin is in the super chat and he's saying fantasy booking that won't happen becky uh where did that go that just vanished then thanks youtube you piece of crap becky loses the title wins the rumble challenges for and finally wins the nxt title um I think if you're going to do that, it's more interesting if Becky loses the title, wins the Rumble, then goes back after her Raw title and beats Asuka at WrestleMania 36. I think that's more interesting. I don't think WWE would... The thing is, if you put Becky Lynch down NXT, you're just going to overshadow all the other women there. And I think that's the last thing you want to do. And you're also going to leave this gaping hole on Raw. And also, if she loses again to Asuka, you can't not tell... That story has to end with Becky Lynch winning that belt. Otherwise, you haven't told a good story. You haven't given the conclusion that it needs. You've got to have the Hollywood ending. No, it's great for NXT, and you're right. It would absolutely bolster uh, Wednesday nights, and you'd probably get that rating up. I just don't know if long-term it, make, it makes sense. But I like it. I, from a fantasy booking point of view, like I said, it probably won't happen. Who knows, right? Uh, Zucchini Squash and Super Chat says, Hangman Page is the one behind the Dark Order. It's not water. Um... I mean, you could do that. I think it all depends if Matt Hardy jumps ship. If Matt Hardy is going to jump ship, make him the leader of the Dark Order. Because I think Hangman Page is more interesting by himself, a bit of a loner. Like the Cowboy Loner is such a classic uh, classic character. But sure, if Matt Hardy is going to re-up with WWE or he doesn't want to do that, you could make Hangman Page the leader of the Dark Order. It makes perfect sense. It ties into the videos. It ties into the vignettes. Uh, it puts him as a main uh, character on that show. It would absolutely rehab the Dark Order in the sense he is considered a big star within that organization, which is what it needs to be considered legit. So, yeah, why the hell not? Uh, AJ Park in the Super Chat says, Simon, should we have a Miller Entourage Raw Rumble? Only four entrants, but it could be fun. Um, what, um, well, I don't know what that is. A Miller Entourage Raw Rumble with four entrants. I, I, I love it, but I don't know what that means. But thank you. Uh, did you get my tweet about SmackDown tonight about Reigns versus Tolly Baldy in a loser eats dog food match? Uh, no, I didn't. Sorry, dude. Uh, my social media engagement has been low recently because I've just been running around trying to put out fires. But it doesn't really matter they're doing that on the house shows unless they are actually going to do the dog food match in February, which is why they're not doing it at the Royal Rumble because Baron Corbin's going to win. I'm in two, I'm two worlds, right? If they don't do it, I don't, it doesn't matter what they do at house shows. House shows aren't on TV, so, you know, it's fun for what it is. And let's say they do do it on television. At least, again, it makes sense for the narrative. Dog food has been an imperial part of all of this, and it ends with Baron Corbin having to eat some dog food. And, he, and Roman Reigns will pour it all over him, and that makes up for Baron Corbin doing the same to Roman Reigns. Again, do I necessarily enjoy that from how I like my, to watch my wrestling? No. But does it? can I get on board with it to a certain extent? Because, again, I can see it and understand it. Yes. That's the key. If we had just gone, here's a dog food match, be like, that's the stupidest thing ever. And I don't like the guy coming out dressed as a dog and, and all of that. But at least the, pe- the pieces of the puzzle are there. 
And I think sometimes it's important to uh, to give him a little bit of credit. Uh, Philly Flex in the Super Chat says, Do you think Asuka could beat Becky setting up her versus Charlotte at Mania so Asuka could get her win back? No, I think if Be- if Asuka does win, it sets up the third match between Becky and Asuka. You can't go, you can't have this story about Becky Lynch being desperate to to beat Asuka. She loses and then you go off in a different direction. That's bad. See, that's bad storytelling because then you're like, wait, wait, what? You could probably do the Charlotte match at another time, but they can't, not at the extent of have Becky Lynch has to have her uh, what's the word her oh I can't even think of the right word would be but she has to have her moment I guess and that only works if she she gets it back and you got to do it at WrestleMania but it's not going to happen anyway Becky Lynch is I think it's ninety eight point two percent sure to win that match I think WWE has pretty much got a stepping stone uh, Sean Gihorn Super Chat says Do you think Baszler's promo saying she isn't going anywhere and wants to be the first three times NXT champion is a work She seems to be um, odds on to win the Women's Rumble or does she win and challenge Ripley instead Could do I don't think she wins unless they're doing Becky versus Shayna at WrestleMania. Uh, I'm not, this sounds really horrible to NXT. I just can't see Vince McMahon booking an NXT person to win. But again, I could be wrong. Maybe this whole AEW deal has irked him more than I realized and he's going to go out of his way to do it. I mean, my pick for the women's, I think Charlotte Flair, much for the same reason as Roman Reigns could win it. Again, sometimes WWE sticks to their ideas. If Becky Lynch reta- wins, oh yeah, retains. Yes, I can see Shayna Baszler winning. So you build to Baszler versus Becky Lynch at WrestleMania, which is quite good. There's these rumors that Ronda Rousey could come back. Again, I would say it's not going to happen. If they do, she absolutely has to win. Out of that, I can't see it. I mean, Nia Jax, I think, will make a surprise return, but I don't think she'll win. Although you could, and you could set up Bailey versus Nia Jax, but does anybody want that match? But if Shayna Baszler wins, I think it has to be for a Becky Lynch clash. Just my opinion, because we have set that up in, no- in November. But look, yeah, maybe they will. They did with Survivor Series, right? Maybe they will make it super, super NXT heavy. And I don't think the current audience would mind that much. Ultra Clorox Bleak to the Super Chat says, Apologies for missing the video. Uni got me busy. That's all right, dude. Studies are more important than some bald guy ranting on the internet. Way more important. You'll actually learn something there. Alex D in the Super Chat says, Simon, let's ask the real question. What number do you think Repo Man is coming out of the Royal Rumble? Hope your Friday is good, man. It's a little bit stressful. I'm not going to lie, but it is good. I hope yours is too. Unfortunately, Barry Darso, who played Repo Man, is on the outs with WWE because he was a part of that concussion lawsuit. So I do not think he's going to be a surprise entrant in this year's Rumble. But you never know. You never say never. Maybe they come to some kind of deal and I don't know. I do know that if Repo Man comes out at any number, I will lose my shit. I, 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 I mean, my internet, my Twitter will go nuts as well, which will make me the happiest man ever. I just worry that it's never going to happen. But I tell you, do I want it to happen? You damn right I do. Everybody thinks it's a joke. No, I love Repo Man. Repo Man to me sums up wonderfully what professional wrestling is. He is a guy that repossesses stuff because you haven't paid. He's just doing his job, but he was booked as a bad guy. <laughs> it's perfect. It's like IRS. IRS would come to the ring and go, pay your taxes. Boo. You have to pay your taxes. It's nothing heelish about him. <laughs> Loved it. Uh, Raghaven N in the Super Chat says, NXT have a stacked women's roster compared to Raw and SmackDown. Could we see the women's rumble from NXT this time around? Well, everyone's asking that. I don't think so, no. But again, it all depends how annoyed Vince McMahon is that AEW is doing really well on Wednesday nights and running away with it and you know how much he wants to try and combat that. I just think for me, from a casual point of view, you want, you're going to want to... Well, I guess you could look at it both ways. Yes, you want to lean on your biggest audience, but maybe a good way to try and get them to watch NXT is by having that person win the Rumble. So you could look at it either ways. 
My, my, if someone, again, put a gun to my head, I think Charlotte Flair wins. It's the obvious choice. And sometimes, well, most, most of the time, WWE does that. But I'm happy to be proven wrong. I don't care. People are like, well, you're going to look well stupid if you're wrong, Simon. Not really. I'm just guessing wrestling. <laughs> what difference does it make? A non-WWE guy in Super Chat says, what does Kenny do after the split with Hangman? He feuds with Hangman. Simple as that. You feud with Hangman, you get that done and done. Then there's a ready-made feud with Pac. Maybe Hangman Page aligns himself with Pac, and Pac and um, Kenny Omega gets a Cody or a Young Buck or something. And you do that tag team matches. This is the cool thing about AEW at the moment. There's a lot of depth there. A lot of depth that you can go off in these different directions. Like the fact that Kenny Omega was able to mention in his promo after winning the tag belts, and that opening match was fire, by the way, you know, uh, Pac, don't worry about it. You're on my list. But right now, the tag title is what is important to me, so on and so on. Then you had more nuance when Hangman looked at the Young Bucks later on. And he was like, oh, it's interesting that, you know, I won this before you. Like, but Schneid, a little bit of a gut punch. It's, uh, it's just, it, it, it's, it's really well done at the moment. It is. Uh, it's only, and also, even the things that I was a bit like, I wouldn't have done it that way. It doesn't affect the product at all. I thought this week's Dynamite was excellent. I really, really, really did. I thought the opening match was good. Everyone told me they hated the Britt Baker promo. I thought it was awesome. <laughs> what a great heel promo. Tony, Tony Schiavone, you were a shit barrister at Starbucks. That's the way you get heat. I do not know why anybody had a problem with that. If you're turning Britt Baker heel, that's a different question. Should we be turning a heel? But right now, I, I think it's working. So why everyone moaned about that, I, I was really surprised. People got so, I, I liked it. I thought it was really, really funny. Uh, I liked everything with MJF and Cody. I didn't like how they jobbed out Joey Janela just because I thought that Kip Saban could have actually done something physical to him because it's like the Rusev Lana stuff. Why do you care about your ex-girlfriend? There's no need to care unless that's part of the narrative and I don't believe that it is. But look, it's still good. Uh, Pac versus Moxie was awesome. Great match. Those two absolutely rock. Chris Jericho was having the time of his life. That six man, how could you not enjoy it? You know, Marco Stunt going crazy and all of it. It's, it's just great. It was just a really, really easy to watch show. I, I have I have no problems with it whatsoever. I think one thing you could say in hindsight is that SCU's tag, to, uh, tag reign wasn't, didn't light the place on fire, but it served a job. First ever title change in AEW history. So write it down, 22nd of January, 2020, Omega Page and SCU. I, I liked it and I get called a shill and I get called biased. People forget that I also said uh, that Raw was great, but it, it doesn't matter. I Again, I think, especially with the setting of the boat, once a year, AEW absolutely has to be on a boat because it just feels different. It looks different. It feels fun. Uh, all the wind, you know, it, it kind of, there are obviously cons to that as well, but it's only one off. It was every week you get a bit, a bit bored of all that. It's just such a good idea. And when you are watching Raw and SmackDown every week, and the Raw and SmackDown sets I still think are incredible. I think we take them for granted sometimes. But when you do see the same thing each and every week, again, you don't look at those because you're used to it. It's become commonplace. It's literal screen furniture. So all of a sudden you're on this tiny boat with all these people going nuts. It's fun. Your brain likes it. It, it, it appreciates the change. Uh, AJ Park in the Super Jackson says, Simon, the results are in. Bucky Lynch enters in number four in the Simon Entourage Royal Rumble and defeats Nikki Crocs. Tolkien and Super Chap to win the first ever Simon Entourage Royal Rumble. Can't wait until we do it again next year. Hell yeah, AJ. I had a good time as well. I like this. It's basically all the times I, I can't talk on, uh, on the internet. I know on this week's Dynamite, I called her Priscilla. Uh, Pris I think I called Priscilla Kelly, Priscilla Presley. Now, one Kelly and Presley are quite close when you are ranting and raving. But why anybody has to get a bee in their bonnet about that, I don't know. I don't think Elvis's ex-wife is a wrestler. And if you think that, you're crazy. Get in the Simon Entourage Battle Royal. I appreciate AJ Parker. Who won? Bucky Lynch. Of course, Bucky Lynch won. 
What about Napkin? We should get her in there as well. Damn Lemlin Super Chat says, Barry Darso with Axe will be in my area in March. I'll get a Repo Man autograph for you. No, no, get it for you, Damn. I appreciate that. I really, really do. And I would frame it and I would love it. But no, no, no. Get it for you, my friend. Get it, frame it, love it, keep it. Don't let anybody touch it. Have an arms around it. Repo Man is the best character ever. And don't believe all these people that go, Barry, uh, Brian Alvarez saying worst character ever. I love Brian Alvarez. Love what he does. He's really good. But he's wrong. <laughs> Repo Man is the man. Uh, Geeked Out Nation, the Super Chat says, how would you fix the AEW's women division? Well, I think they're already doing it. Just need less randomness. It just needs to be less random. Like we had that match between Britt Baker and Priscilla Kelly. I can't even remember what we had last week. Oh, it was the Nightmare Collective match. That's what I mean. There's no, the cool things about AEW are the narrative threads that run week to week. So I'm excited about Hangman. I'm excited about Cody, MJF, what's going to go on with the tag titles. But you just get random women matches. And I understand it's because they're trying to establish their women's roster. But I just think we need to get away from this idea that this is the women's segment. I think Becky Lynch talked about this on Backstage the other day. And she's right. I've said it before on Ups and Downs videos. Sometimes we go, now it's time for the women. No, now it's time for the wrestlers. What story do we need to get over? What story are we telling? Oh, we need to tell this Oscar Becky Lynch story. Put it out there. Oh, we need to tell this Charlotte Sterry Logan story. Get it out there. Don't, it shouldn't be eight to 20 past eight is when we it feature the women. Like they're some kind of performing monkeys. They're not, they're wrestlers. So can that doesn't mean everybody should be on the show every week. No, of course not. But it does mean that just look down your piece of paper and think, what do we have to achieve today? And if some of that happens to feature females, then they get more time than things that don't need to be featured as much. So that's what I, it, it does feel a little bit random, a little bit like a segment at the moment. I don't think you need to do that. I don't think it's necessarily intentional either, but I do think we've kind of fallen into that bracket. Uh, Geek Town Nation Super Chat says, did you see Marco Stunt talk depression in his interview? Uh, no, I didn't, but I can imagine he has gone through some stuff like that because given his stature... I can only guess he has had some very disparaging remarks thrown at him. I was lucky enough to interview him at All In in 2018, which is terrifying, almost two years ago. Well, a year and a half ago. He was a nice dude, really passionate. Um, I, I honestly thought that his size was a benefit because I think in wrestling, when you look completely different, you're going to get people talking about you. Obviously, he means you have to put up with the hate. I think he'll do really well. I think he's sympathetic. Uh, people go, oh, it doesn't look like he could win a fight. Don't care. If I want to watch real fights, I watch real fights. It doesn't mean that I don't want every now and then to be presented with something that is a real fight in the world of pro wrestling. But should that then oust Marco Stunt forever? I hope not. Because what kind of the world are we living in? It's just wrestling at the end of the day. If you get such a bee in your bonnet about that, I think the problem may be internal. <laughs> just, my, just my personal opinion. Like He's really, really talented. He's really athletic. He does great moves. He gets cheered. Put him in the ring. If it doesn't work, that's different. If it's really bombing, then you get to talk about it. But he deserves an opportunity. He deserves a chance, whether he's two foot two or seven foot six. What different? Again, that, if you're going to argue that way, okay, the, why didn't the great Carly just beat everyone? He's seven foot two or whatever. He's massive. Stupid. I hate all of that. I really, really do. Let people live their dreams, damn it. Sean Gearhorn Super Chat says, I'm happy and sad Keith Lee won the North American title. I'm glad that he did, but I really wanted him to have a huge showing in the Rumble and get called to the main roster with such a muddled mixed card on NXT. I still think he's going to have a massive Raw Rumble push. Vince McMahon likes him a lot. I think it's probably one of the reasons he won the United States Championship. I think he's going to be in the final four of the Rumble. I think he's going to eliminate someone huge. And I think the idea is going to be that people see him go, this guy rocks, then find out he's also a champion, which doubles down on how good he is and hopefully gets people to watch NXT. I think that's the idea. And if he's lost in the mid-card there, think of he's going to be on, you know, 
Raw and SmackDown. Bobby Roode, Dolph Ziggler, Mojo Rawley, you know, uh, Apollo Crews, wherever the hell he is. So, you know, I think he's in a good spot. And I think, I do think he'll be in the final four of the Royal Rumble. If I had to call my final four from a logical or what I think is going to happen point of view, Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns, Keith Lee, Seth Rollins. They would be my four. They would be my four. Potentially Edge. But basically, if Edge can't, watch my what culture video, go to the predictions one. But the headline is, I think if you bring Edge back and you don't want him to win, he can feud with Seth Rollins, who tried to break his neck years ago, and you can do Edge versus Re uh, Seth Rollins at WrestleMania 36. It's a marquee match, and it doesn't matter that Edge didn't win the Rumble. But again, more on that video. Nick C in Super Chat says, Have a great wrestling weekend, Simon. I am excited. And you, Nick, thank you very much. Yes, we have the Rumble on Sunday as a UFC pay-per-view, or at least a card on Saturday night. We also have Worlds Collide and SmackDown later on too. So you have a show a day, should you so wish. And we will do ups and downs for Worlds Collide, and we'll do ups and downs for... Uh, what do you call it? Uh, Royal Rumble and everything. You know, you know the deal. You know the deal. Shout out to Lanai in the super chat. No question. Just saying hello and thank you for your videos. Well, you're very welcome, Lanai. Thank you for supporting and always being nice and being the driving force behind the mental health videos coming back. If you want to thank anyone, you thank Lanai because she always says very nice words about them and she encouraged me to get back into it. So shout out to Lanai. I was annoyed because someone. I think Lanaya commented on one of those mental health videos first and someone went, no one cares. And I was like, I care, Lanaya. I care a lot. Screw that person. So, um, yeah, no, that, that guy was a dick. He got blocked. He got blocked well. I didn't appreciate that. So thank you to you as well. I appreciate it. It's good to see you. Alex D in the Super Chat says, how long before we see an AEW mid-card title? Do they need one? What would they call it? Yes, they need one. Just to just to give people in the mid-card a focus. You know, stories. You need stories, but I think you need the overarching uh you know focus of yes a championship it just helps and it makes the show more interesting i don't know what you call it i, I mean no one's I, I don't know what you call i'd go with intercontinental title that's always been my favorite one but maybe because new japan and wwe has it you want to stay away north american works us is good don't mind a tv title although obviously the reason the tv title was introduced you could do a tv title in AEW though because they only have four pay-per-views a year and the whole point of the television title was it only got, you know, it got defended on TV because you never saw the world championship get defended on television because that was saved for pay-per-views. So you could do that. I think there's anything. You could just call it, I don't know. I, don't, I, can't, I can't even think of anything stupid. I, I think we'll get one. I think we'll get one in a few months as well, would be my guess. Uh, AJ Park in the Super Chat says, no worries about the Simon um, <laughs> entrance thingy. I got Napkin and Priscilla Presley for next year. Yeah, Priscilla Presley will be there, no question. No matter who wins Sunday, I just hope we get good storylines going forward. Blessings to you and yours, my friend. And you, AJ. You're very supportive of everything I do. And uh, I like it. I like we have this rapport, right? We've got personal jokes. What a world we live in. Yes, I agree with you. I don't... I have the people I want to win the Royal Rumble. Like, do I want Roman Reigns to win the Royal Rumble from a personal point of view? No, not really. But if he does, and there's a cool story out the back, and there's a cool story going into it, that's what I watch it for. Like, when I watch a movie, do I want character X to do this? No, but they do. And I'm like, okay, well, let's see where it goes. And sometimes it works, and sometimes it doesn't. The key is the setup, and WWE's done a lot better job at setting up recently. Raw's a good show. Raw is a good show right now. I mean, I didn't... I thought this one was... It wasn't... The, the reason I didn't get a massive kick out of this week's one it's just because for a go-home show for the rumble i want to be left feverish and i didn't get that but it doesn't mean it's bad it just means like oh that's a shame it's a shame but that's okay it's allowed to be a shame when the effort is there 
Uh, the bill in the super chat. Hope you're doing great. And you, my friend, have you seen David Benoit's interview yet? He seems like a great guy. Have a great weekend, by the way. Enjoying the workout diet videos. Thanks, man. I'm going to try and get one done today. It's going to be a push because everything's gone wrong, but I'll, I'll do my best. I did watch David Benoit interview with my man, Chris Van Vliet. Shout out to Chris Van Vliet. Go check out his channel. Subscribe. You'll love it. You can't not. I did. I think it's so hard because you see a guy who obviously has been incredibly scarred by the I mean, it scarred wrestling fans. So imagine you were, you know, the son of Chris Benoit. But he did seem like a great guy. It was a fascinating interview. And I just, look, I just send him nothing but the best, right? You don't, you don't get judged by what your family does. That's not how well, you do. But that's not how the world should work. So he didn't do those things. Only one person did those things. Um, and it, 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 it was an incredible watch from the simple fact that, and I'm only speculating here, but I can only imagine the the difficulty in trying to separate your dad with this person, well, someone that you know murdered people. That's, that's the fact. Regardless what comes, you know, there's only so much justification you can do in your own head uh, when it comes to that. I can't even imagine it. I can only be sympathetic to it. I don't, you can only be empathetic towards that if you've been through it. But as always, Chris did a great job. It was a very relaxed, calm, I thought, you know, drawn out conversation. But I mean that as a, I mean that as a compliment. And yeah, I, I, as always, I just send him all, you know, I send him all the best. Life can throw us some incredible curveballs. And there's few bigger, few bigger than that. It was 13 years ago this year. How time does fly. Uh, but it's not just about the Royal Rumble. We'll move on back onto that. You know, we've got some matches as well. We'll run through them quickly. So you've got Daniel Bryan versus The Fiend in a strap match. Kind of weird with the strap, but I think it probably adds something different. Don't see The Fiend losing anytime soon. I think he'll go all the way to WrestleMania. Probably get beaten by Roman Reigns. Um, Bailey versus Lacey Evans. I wouldn't give it to Lacey Evans. Doesn't feel like the right time at all. Although I'm still struggling with that character, as we've talked about in ups and downs, I just need something to care about with her. Her being a mum and in the army is I respect it, but it doesn't make me want her to win wrestling matches. So I'd say Bailey probably wins that. Sasha Banks probably gets involved. Andrade versus Humberto Creo. Andrade's got a win. I mean, Humberto's on his way, but Andrade I think is a few steps further. I think he actually loses something, especially after he just beat Rey Mysterio in a ladder match. I think you've got to go with Andrade. I think you're going to see the New Day versus Miz and Morrison. Probably Miz and Morrison will win because Morrison's come back. And you want to put a title on him. I'm forgetting a match. What am I forgetting? There's another match on that damn show. I'm going to have to look it up. I'm going to have to look it up because I can't remember. And it will annoy me as soon as I see it. Oh, Shorty G versus Sheamus is on it as well. I think Sheamus is going to win, but I hope Sheamus is going to win because we're going to do a program that hopefully builds to WrestleMania and then Shorty G wins because you, you want to get that over. And of course, Roman Reigns versus King Corbin. That's what I forgot. It depends what they're going to do. I can, I can see them stretching the feud out a bit longer and doing the dog feud match at the February pay-per-view, which Roman Reigns will win. So he loses here, but because he wins the Royal Rumble, it doesn't matter. And then you're into March and you're free to just you know unleash Roman Reigns on The Fiend or Brock Lesnar, whichever way he's going to go. I imagine The Fiend. Um, but I still think Roman Reigns will win here. I just feel like they're giving him the Superman push. But I do have this slight just modicum of doubt that they may actually give it to Baron Corbin, which is why he won that Roman got to pick the stip as well. And then, you know, Baron's like one more dog food match. 
I can see it happening. Uh, not in the known super chat says Bailey versus Baszler because of Survivor Series. Well, no, because you got heel versus heel. I think if Baszler is going to be put in any kind of match at WrestleMania, it'll be against Becky Lynch. You know, you'll play off that feud. Bailey felt like such a third wheel in all of that anyway. I can't see all of a sudden her going up. The rumor is we're going to do Bailey versus Sasha Banks at WrestleMania, which means one of them would have to turn. But I'd be all right for that. I think there's history there. I think those two connect well. I think, again, it's a marquee match. And I think fans would like it. So if we're going to go in that direction, turn Sasha Banks' face maybe, maybe back. I don't know. I imagine Sasha Banks, then she wins it on the big stage. Uh, her heel run's been not bad, but not as good as her NXT one. It's felt a little bit removed, I feel. Uh, Geeked Out Nation, the Super Chat says, I love the mental health videos. Uh, never know who needs uh, to hear and make sure they're not alone. I don't understand angry wrestling fans nowadays. So much fun to watch wrestling. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. Uh, no, look, look, some people enjoy getting mad at wrestling. And if you do, more power to you. Honestly, uh, the, only thing, the only thing I think is off limits, and it's never going to be, people do it anyway, is if somebody likes something, don't go crap on their parade. Just let them like it. It doesn't make a difference to you. Like if you like Drake Maverick, I always use this one. But if you like Drake Maverick pissing his pants and you thought it was hilarious, great. It means WWE entertained you when you sat down to be entertained. Just because Steve, who lives in, I don't know, wherever, on the internet... <laughs> atrocious it's good you found it atrocious but you know bob over here he really really liked it that's the only time i get a little bit like man just let people like what they like it's the biggest problem with the internet i can't believe you said that it's just you're not hurting anybody just ignore it uh raghaven in the super chat says simon which will rumble is your personal favorite i'll have 2004 5 and 2008 john cena's entry at 30 in 2008 was a crazy moment looking back that's one of my favorite raw rumble moments ever most, not even a because of the surprise but also because that new york crowd is like oh my gosh i can't believe it then remember oh wait it's john cena we hate him and start to boo the hell out of him straight away it takes like 25 seconds before they remember it makes i love it so much um my favorite is still 1992 we said this recently i just love the rick flair bobby heenan and mr perfect dynamic i've said that so many times again like stone cold steve austin when he tells a story about asking vince mcmahon to give him a microphone on commentary it's just great it's the perfect dynamic and the fact that flair goes all the way through and wins the world title when he was so hot in world championship wrestling beforehand and the real world champion so many stories so many mini arcs going through it's the booking of it too it's not just that you have to like everybody had a story and everybody had a purpose uh, outside of that i love everyone that stone cold steve austin won because i was always desperate for stone cold steve austin to win i enjoyed it in 1997 with the final four Austin won that one when he wasn't meant to and Bret Hart actually won because again cool story coming out the back of it I'd have to go through and watch I haven't watched that re-watched that many rumbles I'm sure four five and eight were good eight I remember again just because the John Cena thing uh, when Edge came back whichever one that one was that was good didn't like 2011 with the 40 men thought it was too much uh top of my head I don't mind. Everyone hates the 99 one. I like it because I think McMahon's really funny in it. <laughs> he, just, he cracks me up, that whole storyline. The best record in Royal Rumbles, statistically speaking. My man Anthony Taggle T-Dog in Super Chat says, hand on heart, hand on heart to you, my friend. Thank you for being here and thank you for the support as usual. Um, that's it. I don't think there's anything else to say about AEW Dynamite. Like Again, I would have gone into it in more depth if it was... Uh, uh, you know, if I hadn't missed yesterday. Just a good show, I thought. I thought NXT was great. You know, Keith Lee winning the title, I thought was a real feel-good moment. Win for the fans. Ratings was hilarious because NXT was up 69,000 
and AEW was down 69,000. So you didn't think there was a crossover audience. There absolutely was. It's the same bunch of people trying to figure out what to what to view every Wednesday, which is great. Now you know. Now you know who you're vying for. It is the Monday Night Wars all over again. But they still did way. You know, 18 to 49 is much better on AEW. But NXT is still improving. So maybe it was just those two weeks they took off over Christmas and New Year that hurt them. But now they're balancing back out. I don't think I missed anything else on the Dynamite show that we needed to talk about. Again, Moxie versus Jericho, I think it'll be an awesome match at Revolution, proper pay-per-view, and maybe smart in many ways, because if you're an old WWE fan, you may get someone going, oh, Ambrose and Jericho going at it again. You're like, oh, that's fascinating. And then you'll see this new character of John Moxley, and you may love it with his pirate eye. But it zoomed by for me. I couldn't believe it when they announced John Moxley coming out or Puck first. I was like, how? How do we get through it that fast? So, yeah, thumbs up. Thumbs up uh, all round for me. Uh, Chicken Salad in the Super Chat says, I love when Ray won the Rumble. That was a great one. It's a shame everything that happened after that with his title run. But yeah, that was a proper underdog feel-good story. And I would like it if they did more of that too. But, uh, you know, we'll have to wait. I, I don't think he's winning it this year. Otherwise, I'm not talking about these stupid stories going around about Rocky Johnson's funeral that I find incredibly offensive and obviously untrue. If you know, you know. If you don't know, don't even worry about it. But before anybody even asks... And that's it. I don't think there's any other news that's gone down, which is kind of fascinating because usually Royal Rumble week, there's so, so much craziness. Again, I don't think CM Punk's going to be there. Watch CM Punk on backstage this week. I like him. I just find him interesting. He always has something interesting to, to say, whether you agree with it or not. He is engaged. And that's, that's all I massively need. And now, yeah, after looking, after looking through everything, no, I, I, th- that's wrestling this week. We're just building up to the weekend and we will... We will see what what goes down. Uh, obviously, Ibushi is off the... If you're doing the American tour, the New Japan American tour, Ibushi's not going. He's got influenza, of all things, which is kind of kind of crazy. Oh, here's a new rumor. Right. I'm going to give you five seconds to to tune off, just in case you don't want to hear. This is a, it's a, a rumor about a surprise in the Royal Rumble. It's not a massive one. I kind of found to five, then we're going to talk about it. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. According to PW Insider... Santino Morella is flying to Houston to be part of the Royal Rumble. I will be very, very happy if he's in the Royal Rumble. Although this says, if the 45-year-old won't be competing in the Royal Rumble, there's also a chance that he'll be in Texas for a taping of a WWE Network program since the promotion usually films their content during weekends following a big event. I hope he gets a surprise entry. If we get that, I will pop big. I will pop big. That would be absolutely uh, awesome. This is interesting. All this stuff has just picked up. ITV has confirmed its three-year venture into pay-per-view has come to an end. The ITV box office channel, which was available on Sky Channel 493, uh, was officially withdrawn from the service. Now, that's interesting because that airs AEW pay-per-views. So I'm going to assume that if you don't use Fight TV, you absolutely may want to start using Fight TV. (laughs) That's a shame. I know that there's there's been some issues with uh, AEW on, on ITV. I just use Fight plus or whatever it's called i just i just think it works but yeah so there you go shout out you may want to kick on that before revolution comes around uh mecca sign in the super chat says your favorite promotional pay-per-view video package i know the answer to this mine is the 2003 SummerSlam video with sent anger by metallica also ruby riot is returning at the royal rumble wow vince mcmahon is here you heard it from vince mcmahon first ruby riot i'm only winding you up mecca i'm winding you up i saw that one too yeah apparently ruby riot and uh, naomi are going to be making their comebacks at the Rumble. You need to with the women. They've only announced like two people. So yeah, I think anyone you think is going to be in the women's side of the Rumble probably will. And my favorite promotional video is 1999, oh my gosh, 97 SummerSlam with the life isn't fair. 
but nobody ever said it would be. It's the, if you've never seen it, just type it in now. 1997 SummerSlam video. You must be able to find it. It's got this amazing music in the background, which you can download. It's promotional music. I went out of my way to find that. It's great. My second one is the after Survivor Series 98 on Raw when The Rock won the champion. It had that weird music that went, and you can find it right now. It's also production music. This is what I did when the internet first blew up. It's called Eggshells. In fact, I'll find it for you right now. I bet you someone's uploaded it. And if you are an Attitude Era person, you will absolutely know what I'm talking about it. Oh, that's not right. Oh, gosh. <laughs> that one couldn't have gone more wrong. What is wrong with me? It's I'm stressed because today has been so crazy. Eggshells production music. I don't know why I've decided to do this now in hindsight. Is this it? If it's not it, it's going to be embarrassing. I'm going to turn it down because you don't need to hear a stupid advert. I'm 99% sure this is this is it. It is it. See it. This is this is just everywhere. And if you remember, I didn't know this is going to work. And it was the one that went. Rock's a millionaire. Rock's the WWF champ. It's fantastic. So yeah, if you're a person of the Attitude Era, you can find all of these on the internet. And that is my second favorite one because it was just so funny. Like The Rock did what he had to do to get to the top of the world. Oh man, gold. That's the kind of wrestling I'm talking about. And then Val Venus was getting his penis chopped off by Kai and Ty, but don't even worry about it. Uh, <laughs> it makes me happy. It makes me happy to think about it. Uh, right, so we've got a few minutes left here. There's nothing else to talk about in terms of wrestling. Please do check out my What Culture stuff when it goes up. I'm really proud of that predictions video. But in the meantime, yeah, just spam a load of questions in the comments and I will answer uh, as many as I can. If you do a super chat, I will 100% answer it because that's only fair. Uh, otherwise, I'm just going to do a quick plug for my Patreon here. Because well, two things actually. One, please subscribe to my channel if you haven't already, because I'm up to I've got two and a half thousand to go oh, before I get to 100,000, and I really would like to get to 100,000. I don't know why. It doesn't mean anything. I think it's because a lot of people told me, Simon, your rebel approach to YouTube is not going to work. <laughs> you need to focus on something. And I was like, well, I don't want to do that. I'll do that in the future if I have to. But for now, I just want to do fun things and to get to almost 100,000 subscribers. I mean, I don't make much money from YouTube, but I don't care. I like it. But yes, if you could subscribe, that would be great. And if not, yeah, my Patreon is, is the only reason I can do these. It's true. Like, I, I hate talking about it, but you've got to be honest and transparent. If I don't, make money i can't do my own personal projects i have to make it somehow so that's why i set up a patreon uh for you, know, you can just go in for a dollar that helps at uh, five dollars you can join my weekly q a's which we're going to do later this afternoon at ten dollars you can get a personalized postcard which i'll send to you uh twenty dollars you get obviously all the previous rewards and i'll send you um an actual video talking about whatever you want if you want to shout out or something like a cameo thing whatever it's called and then there's t-shirts one you can come on the podcast there's different tiers um so yeah check it out if you can and my man david Ayers in the super chat says edge in the rumble yes or no it's such a hard question man edge in the rumble yes or no i mean we'll go head versus heart my heart says yes my head says no i'd love to think that edge was able to return but then you have to remember what he went through was pretty crazy you know the neck injury was properly severe <sighs> we don't, i'm gonna go no i'm gonna go no but hope that i'm wrong again so many wrestling fans get so upset when they get worked, that's why I like wrestling. Work me. Make me believe one thing and then let something else happen. So, you know, Edge was on an interview though. They say, no, it's not going to happen. Great. Great. That means you got me. That's your job. Your job is a worker. So I, uh, I, I, don't, have a, I don't have a problem with that at all. Uh, somebody wants to see the Cobra versus The Fiend at WrestleMania. Well, that's a way to end The Fiend's. <laughs> the Fiend's atmosphere and aura. Book that. Although, because I'm that kind of wrestling fan, I would absolutely 
Love it. And someone rightfully says that Curtis Axel has still not been eliminated from the Rumble. Is that website still up? There was a website that says whether he'd been eliminated or not. Curtis Axel Rumble. No, I think it's gone. <laughs> that was way back in 2015. That was the same, that was the same Roman Reigns one. Oof, that was a long ass time ago. Uh, do you think Connor versus Cowboy was fake? No, 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 no. Too much controversy, too much risk to reward. That's like going, I'm going to take all this cocaine into America. Just wait till you get home and snort a load of cocaine. Don't, it's not worth it. It's absolutely not worth it. Do not do it, ever. And don't do drugs anyway. They're bad for you. Um, Shorty on the Super Chat says, tell what culture to up your fee. You plug them enough, lol. <laughs> we got to plug them, man. Got to plug them. You know, they, 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 look, they've been very good to me. Very, very good to me. And I've been with them now for four years, would you believe? It is four years this month I've been with What Culture. So I tip my hat to them. Uh, they gave me a platform for all of this. So, um, you know, I, I, I certainly own them from that start. And also, I want you to go watch my videos on What Culture. It's a views-based business, Sean. If people don't watch my videos, then I'm, what, what good I am to anybody? <laughs> Nothing. Just, uh, just a moron, a bald moron ranting, ranting on the internet. Do you think Shayna Baszler is going to Raw or SmackDown? I think if she gets called up, she is going to Raw because I think you have to pay off that Becky Lynch thing, or at least that's what I would like to see. But it all depends if Ronda Rousey is coming back. Although Ronda Rousey would go to SmackDown, 100%. She has a proper relationship with Fox, and I think they would be so mad if, if WWE put her on the USA Network. I've just thought of that now, and I think it's true. Uh, right, on that note, let's wrap it up for the day. It's Friday. Go out there and have good weekends. Enjoy Worlds Collide if you're going to watch it. Again, not even stories, kind of, but not really. Just enjoy it for the crazy matches they should be. I mean, Finn Balor versus Dragonoff is going to be crazy. Raw Rumble on Sunday, the best pay-per-view of the year. So no matter what, put a smile on your face. If you did enter Simon Miller's Raw Rumble sweepstakes, I've got all your numbers, your knowledge. Wait until the podcast on Monday and Tuesday. Don't go crazy on Twitter. Come talk to me on here, and we can figure it out. Please do subscribe. I'd appreciate it massively. Patreon.com forward slash Simon316. Instagram and Twitter at Simon316. And on my Instagram right now is me attempting to springboard last night at wrestling training. Probably not the best thing to ever put on the internet. It was literally the first time I ever tried. And it was like, your technique's wrong, Miller. Like, yeah, I know. And then my teacher taught me and I did it. But I was just trying to make it fun for the internet. What a stupid thing to do. Uh, shout out to Pins and Knuckles and PinsandKnucklesMerch.com. I have my own merch too, SimonMiller.BigCartel.com. New designs coming soon. People wanted more variety, so I'm going to sort that out. Um, that's it. That's it. That's all my plugging. That's all my housekeeping. We will be back on Monday, hopefully. But as I'm sure you can appreciate, the fallout from the Royal Rumble is always a crazy day. But hopefully I can find an hour and we'll smash it out. If you're coming down on Sunday to EWE in the Ballam in Bedford, South London, I look forward to seeing you there. It's got a flipping battle royal. Of course, it is the tie into the Royal Rumble. Plus, I need to get my revenge against Jordan Saeed if you were there last time. Please come down. I guarantee you 100%, not 99, 100%, that you will like an EWE show if you go live. Loud crowd, understand the stories, amazing chance. I mean, it's not, it doesn't, it's not like as big as PWG, but it really does have that kind of atmosphere when you're in the ring. Just craziness. I love it. Thank you to those guys. So that's my wrestling match. And that's that. I'm out of here. Enjoy yourselves. Raw Rumble. Where's my offline button? I've lost it. There it is. Yeah.